0: Hey guys, it's Heaven from Just a Grown True Crime, and today I'm going to be telling you about this app called Anchor. It helped me start my podcast, and it can help you start yours. Anchor is a free app that lets you use it from your phone or your computer, so if you want to do it on the go, and you want to just record, you can record one. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more to get your own podcast out there you can make money from your own podcast with no minimum listenership so it's everything you want in just one podcast download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started i did what are you waiting for hey guys welcome back to just a true just a girl in true crime i'm your host heaven and as promised i was coming back at you for another episode Because of vacation. Sorry if you heard my phone vibrate, I got a text. (laughs) And tonight we're going to be doing the myth or the story of Bloody Mary. We all know the story, we've all heard the story, and I'm pretty sure over 90% of us have tried out the Bloody Mary thing in the bathroom mirror, except for me because I was too big of a wuss to do it, (laughs) and I'm 25. (laughs) Alright. We all know, you know, you played it at sleepovers, other kids dared you to do it, you do it, see if she appears, you know, everybody's done it, except for me again. (laughs) Well, for people who don't know how to don't know what it is, or don't know how to do it, I know how to do it, just never did it. So what you do is, you stand in a dark bathroom holding a single candle and you simply chant in the mirror Bloody Mary three times. It's then said that a ghost will appear sometimes holding a dead baby or other times promising to come after yours, which is pretty creepy. Spooky, guys. <laughs> That's what I said. Spooky. Spooky. Um, while the folklore may be fabricated, the woman behind the mirror and the story of Bloody Mary was as real as can be. And a royal figure at that. So, who was Bloody Mary? Well, I'm about to tell you right now. Well, the origin of the Bloody Mary story lies. With Queen Mary the first, the first queen regnant of England, the legendary monarch, now known as Bloody Mary, was born on February 18th in 1516 in Greenwich, England at the Palace of Placenti, I think I pronounced that ro- wrong, the only child of King Henry and Catherine Agon, Agron, um, King Henry was, like, whatever, whatever number, I'm not so great at Roman, Ruma, Roman, oh, Roman numerals, is that what it is, Roman numerals, it had, like, the V and the, like, lines, I think that's five, but I'm pretty sure I'm wrong, so, anyway, so those were her parents, Mary's lifetime to shame over her own Feminine, you guys know what I'm saying. Feminine stuff, you know. Began at a young age of 17 when her father annulled his marriage to her mother. Frustrated by the lack of a male heir to the throne this left young mary totally separated from her mother and forbidden from ever visiting her mother again which is so sad because how are you just gonna tell mary she can't go visit her mom because she didn't give you a son king henry what no that's not how this works well i mean maybe in the old times it did but i'm not sure the king actually went on to marry his now ex-wives, maid of honor, and her name is Anne Bolin, who disappointed him with another daughter named Elizabeth. Worried that Mary may interfere with Elizabeth's succession, Anne pressed Parliament to declare Mary illegitimate and... Succeeded so she spread lies about Mary and they're like, yep, that's believable But of course Anne was later actually beheaded by her husband for treason But by this time the damage had already been done to Mary's name Which is sad the origins of the blood and now we're gonna talk about like the origins of Bloody Mary legend. So that was like kind of a little backstory of like Mary's little childhood I guess Since her teen years Mary had been Plagued with terrible menstrual pains and Irregularly I can never say that word right She had irregular periods okay guys <laughs> In which um, they would be attributed to her eventual and phys- physical and psychological stress later in life. She was also known to be struck with deep and frequent periods of melancholy? I think that's wrong. Depressive spells in which she would um spells which would stay with her throughout her relatively short life despite all the odds and afflictions stacked against her mary did actually take the throne in 1953 at the age of 37 and promptly married philip of spain in hopes of conceiving an heir to the throne you know It's here where the origin of the Bloody Mary legend begins to take shape. Let's flip my page. Starved for love and forever seeking the approval of her father, Mary would repay this codependent pattern with her new husband, whom she was ready to lavish all her her frustrated emotions on. 10 years her junior and in no way excited to reciprocate her enormous feelings Philip fulfilled the no- negotiated duties expected of a royal marriage and 2 months later Mary's greatest wish came true she was with child how sweet despite despite displaying all the visual symptoms of pregnancy including the swelling of the breast, and an ever-growing abdomen, the public remained suspicious of the Queen's recent good fortune, and it did not take long for rumors of a false pregnancy to start spreading. In a time without pregnancy tests, in which doctors could not examine a sitting monarch, only time would tell if these rumors bore any truth. Until then, the people of England and Spain kept tabs on Mary with a watchful eye and they did what anybody did when they couldn't confirm a pregnancy test or proof of pregnancy. They waited. In customary fashion, Mary went into a private chamber where she was confined confined for six weeks before her expected due date of May 9th. Although the big day arrived, the baby didn't and both she and the servants around her proposed that perhaps a miscalculation of delivery dates was to blame. Now, settling on a new date in June, a whole month later, false reports almost immediately spread around the country. However, with some, with some claiming the Queen had delivered a boy, Another others stated she had simply died in childbirth, or that her swollen midsection were symptomatic of a tumor rather than a pregnancy. Despite the word, uh, world of gossip growing around here, only one thing could be confirmed. Around late May, Mary's belly had actually begun to shrink. Unable to explain or understand what was happening to her body? She continued. She continued to wait, as though slowly around her, lost hope. June and July came and went, as her doctors extended the birth date even further along. By August, Mary finally left the confines of her chamber, childless, and alone, like never before. She believed God was punishing her for failing in a mission she out to achieve just months earlier. At that time, Mary's pregnancy the people Mary's pregnancy the people of England were divided between Protestants and Catholics, okay? Mary determined to unite her people under the true religion of the land took action by signing on an act shortly before Christmas in 1554 that would result in the Marian prosecutions in which an estimated of 240 men and 60 women were sentenced as Protestants and burned at the stake, earning her name Bloody Mary. Queen of England remains one... Queen of England remains one of the most infamous cases supposed, I'm going to pronounce this wrong because I have no idea how to say it, pestilocycis, or it's also known as um, a phantom pregnancy, which if you don't know much about a phantom pregnancy is normally when people have a baby, like, a couple months later, they can actually, like, experience, like, kicks and everything in their stomach, and, because I deal with them, and I've never dealt with them after my first son. After I had my second son, I noticed them a little bit more frequently, where you get, like, these, like, little kicks, and they say that is, like, a, I I guess it's not, like, a phantom pregnancy, but they're, like, phantom kicks, Um, So they thought this is what Mary had. She had a phantom pregnancy. And it is a rare mysterious condition. um, Pregnancy that occurs, to put it simply, when a person is so determined to become pregnant, your body can actually trick your own body into believing you're pregnant and you're going to get the symptoms. You're going to get the swollen breasts. You're going to grow the stomach. You're going to have the cravings. You're um, You're going to miss your period and stuff like that. So I didn't go through that. I just had like these phantom kicks after I had my second son, which was weird. But that, the thing I just read, you can actually, think your body can actually trick you into believing you're pregnant because you want to believe it so bad. But there's actually nothing there. Um... And my mom, I take this with a grain of salt because I don't talk to my mom. Um, She said that she had a friend who experienced this. And I was like, well, they went for an ultrasound, right? And they were like, she said they did, but they didn't say anything. And I was like, well, wouldn't that give them signs that there's no baby? And she said she didn't know. And her friend actually went into like labor but nothing came out, which was so bizarre to me because if it's not showing on the ultrasound, you would have knew there wasn't a baby in there, correct? Hey, that's why I said I take that with a grain of salt from what she said. I'm not saying phantom pregnancies are fake. I'm taking what my mom said about her story with a grain of salt because I just don't believe that that happened to her friend. But each has their own, I guess. Uh, what are okay. So hence, with the tricks of the body, that is why it is a discontinuation of the menstrual cycle. Another possibility in Mary's case could be an endometrial hyperplasia, often a purser- precursor of uterine cancer which can be backed by reports of Mary's low appetite in life, long history of menstrual irregular periods. Years later, um, Mary then eventually announced for the second time that she was pregnant again, although this time it was a little bit different. Her husband... Um actually remained unconvinced that she was pregnant with another child because he was probably thinking you know you said you were pregnant the first time you were in this chamber secret chamber for six weeks and no baby came you never gave birth so when this came around he was probably like yeah this she's not pregnant assured by the signs of pregnancy she was later confirmed to have, she was actually later confirmed to have entered menopause and yet again did not deliver a baby. Mary then died the next year at the age of 42, presumably of um, that uretine or ovarian cancer. Her name can still be heard today, like I said chanted in dark bathroom mirrors all over the world all hoping for a terrifying glimpse of the ghost with no understanding of the real story of bloody mary um this one was also obviously shorter um i've looked at other things and pretty much were the same thing um some had a little bit more backstory but this one I wanted to be short. I'm gonna upload it tonight. Um, tomorrow or what's today? Tuesday, maybe Thursday, um, I'm going to be releasing kind of like a true crime and an urban legend mixed into one. It is called Into the Wood, How Online Urban Legend, Slenderman inspired to kit inspired children to kill I actually heard about this story a couple weeks ago it blew my mind um then I forgot about it and then I was like hmm I want to do another urban legend and I was like oh let me do Slender Man he scares the hell out of me and stuff like that so that's what I did and then when I was researching I found about the two girls and what they did and I was like you know what I can put it as a two-in-one, an urban legend and a true crime, and blend it together since it goes with the story. And these kids believed in Slenderman. So that's what we're going to do. I'm either going to upload that tomorrow or possibly Thursday. And then I'm going to upload one more Saturday. And then Wednesday when I'm at the beach. It'll be pre-recorded. And we'll do our um, Tyler Henley case. And then Saturday I might upload, I might not, because that's my last full day at the beach, and stuff like that. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to my podcast, and you know, just supporting me, and stuff like that, my followers audience has been growing a little bit which i'm so proud of myself i text my one co-worker he started to be like I just wanted to give you an update on the podcast i'm growing it's great um you guys can follow me on instagram at just a grown true crime you can send me a gmail at just a girl and true crime at gmail.com you can also follow my facebook page at just a ground true crime you can become a subscriber um for the prices I said yesterday, I think the lowest one is 99 cents, and the second one is like 4.99. You subscribe, um, you can get bonus episodes. We talked about possibly making a pa- Patreon account. I'm not 100% sure. I'm probably going to in the next couple weeks start up the youtube channel i have my whole first notebook full of true crime cases and i'm working on my second one and stuff like that i just have to make time like i said i do work a full-time job and i have two kids one is six one is two and a half so it is very hectic my oldest started school last week so he's into a second week of school And I'm trying to get him just into the rhythm of waking up early, going to school. Then I come home, you know, it's like normal stuff. Dinners, baths, teeth brush, snack, bedtime, 8 o'clock. Then I record a podcast for you guys. And then I go to bed and I wake up at 5 a.m. So I try to upload as much as I can. And I feel like I'm getting better since August was kind of wonky and stuff like that, but I do hope you guys enjoy this urban legend, or myth, or story, however you want to look at it, As uh, about Bloody Mary, and I hope you keep listening, and I will be talking to you guys Thursday. Talk to you soon!